Hello, and welcome to episode 103 of The Shore Report. I'm Heather Hyde. I'm Jay Posner, and I think we're, we're doing this again. It's the Nucleor Report, sort of, that we've got a, a, another special guest. Uh, I'll let Heather introduce. I just want to get my silly uh, puns in, out of the way. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same without your silly puns, Jay. Yeah, okay. We have joining us today, Philip Craig. Thank you very much for joining us, Philip. Oh, thanks uh, for having me. The director of the NII Explorer, and he's here to tell us about some wonderful programming that they're working on. So welcome, Philip. Oh, thank you very much. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be here. That's great. So we were chatting a little bit before we hit record here to talk about all the amazing things that you're doing. You've got a lot on the go. So I'm going to give you the floor and you can just tell us all the amazing things that you're working on. Yeah, where to begin? It's been a, it's been a very busy time. Uh, at the Nuclear Innovation Institute. Uh, we do have a lot on, on the go. And right now, uh, one of the things we just put out was a whole series of lesson plans for teachers or for parents who, uh, who just want to kind of do some science-based learning at home. Uh, these lesson plans, they correlate with the Ontario uh, curriculum. So it has all of those uh, learning objectives. And it's just a way to make science fun and make it really accessible uh, to everyone. And this kind of came, I mean, you were working on these kinds of projects before COVID hit, but once COVID-19 hit, like you kind of shifted a little bit and, and tried to figure out a way to engage in the students, especially when they were off school for a long period of time. And tell us sort of how that really set the ball rolling for these kinds of programs. Yeah, so last March when uh, schools shut down and no one was really sure what was gonna happen, uh, NII responded really quickly and they, they put together a coding academy. Now, NII Coding Academy, it, uh, it was mainly extracurricular. Uh, it was just something for, for kids to do uh, kind of like outside of school. Uh, but recently, the Ontario government legislated that every student uh, between grades one and grade eight should learn how to code. Now, this presented a bit of a problem because with everything going on, teachers had enough to deal with. Now, all of a sudden, they had to learn not just how to code themselves, but how to teach coding. So what Coding Academy did is we transitioned. So instead of running an extracurricular uh, program, we contacted the school boards, we contacted teachers, and now we're running our Coding Academy inside the classes. So we, we get in our Zoom meetings and our Microsoft Teams meetings, and we go right into their virtual classrooms. And so far, we've taught over 600 students in Bruce Gray how to, or like introduce them to, to coding. And uh, we already have another 600 students signed up. Uh, so it's been, the reception to that has been fantastic. We have a young lady running those programs for us, uh, Danielle McBride. And I got to give her some airtime because when she goes into the, the classes, I don't know who's happier. Like the students who like, they just light up or the teachers, and they're like, oh, thank goodness, someone else is here to teach them how to code. Because uh, <laughs> Danielle, she just does a fantastic job. So um, that kind of started as our flagship program. Uh, and when, so we, we started that last March, and then summer camps got canceled. So we ended up running a summer camp, and that wasn't about coding, but it was about just science in general. And we called it the best ever summer camp. Uh, we had a lot of partners, like industry partners with that, like Bruce Power and MPX and King Carden and NWMO uh, and the municipality of South Bruce. They helped out. Uh, 
and that had like 120 kids a week kind of zooming in every single day. And like, it was, it was just incredible, the excitement around that. Uh, and that's where a lot of these lessons plans came out of. Cause afterwards we had all this content that we were really proud of and we we're like, Oh, like we, we want to, we want to give it away and we want to help teachers out as much as we can. Yeah. So the, the age ranges you mentioned graded one to eight are is sort of, is that sort of by design or is that sort of accidental sort of like the, the, the best ever or the coding Academy became an accidental success or. Uh, yeah. When we started it, we didn't realize it was going to take off like it did, yeah. but uh, boy, did it ever. Uh, okay, yeah. like just last in between March and May last year, like I was running 17 classes a week. Uh, and some of those classes had up to a hundred kids in them. So it was, it got pretty, pretty intense. Uh, and before when we were just starting, we didn't really put any controls on like who can join. So I had one kid from Nigeria who was in my class. So that was exciting. I had a, a bunch of kids from California who were in there. Uh, now in the fall, we're like, let's just focus this on, on Bruce Gray. And uh, so, yeah, it's been incredibly popular and it, it really shows what happens when you just allow kids curiosity to, to take over. Cause we'll say, Hey, we're going to learn how to do this. Uh, and there's a program called scratch that we use. And it kind of lets the kids kind of make their own video games or make their own videos and, and things like that. And the stuff they come up with, and sometimes you'll give them a lesson and you'll say, okay, come back next week. And we'll, we'll look at what people did. And the kids will put something together and you're like, how did you do that? Like, I don't know how to do that. Like, how did yeah. you figure that out? No, no pressure, but what are, what are some of the more memorable ones that, that stick out in your head? So uh, one kid made, uh, it was like a maze and you had to bring your, your guy and you had to direct him all the way through the maze. But whenever you touched one of the lines, you had to go back to the start. Like your guy just automatically like zoom back to the start, which like, that's a, that's a lot of coding. Cause you got to code like every line in there. Uh, and there was like different levels and there was things that popped up. Like, honestly, afterwards, I was like, I, if you had given me the whole week, I couldn't have put that together. Yeah, and this yeah, kid, yeah. like he just naturally gravitated to it. Um, this summer uh, in during our summer camp, uh, we were talking about vibrations and how vibrations make noise. Uh, and then we had something called the scientist of the day. So every day kids would kind of submit videos of themselves doing the project. And this one girl put together like a whole music video. Like she wrote a song about how vibrations turn into sound. And she wrote this whole music video and put it in. I was like, this is incredible. Like this is, it's so good. So what NII explores all about is just kind of like sparking that creativity just giving those kids a starting point and saying, science is really cool. Look at what we can do with it. And then having those kids kind of carry forward that enthusiasm and what they produce is just incredible. Sorry, I'm getting very excited. I, we, we, we don't want to tamp, uh, dampen your spirits. <laughs> going if you want, or Heather, you have a question maybe. <laughs> I was just gonna say one, listening to you makes me incredibly jealous that I didn't have something like this when I was growing up because it sounds so interesting and fascinating. And I think I also would have really enjoyed it. And the second thing is just your enthusiasm yourself as you're talking about it. And, and maybe you can tell people a little bit about your background um, so you can get a sense of where you're coming from into this role and then how you landed 
um, with this great opportunity to sort of teach in a regional sense um, all over Grand Bruce County. Yeah, so I am originally from Kincardine. Uh, I grew up on a dairy farm just outside of Kincardine. And, uh, you know, I, I went to the University of Ottawa uh, for communications and I got my teaching degree. Uh, but I was always a summer camp guy. I loved, like, I worked at the municipality of Kincardine summer camps my whole way up. When I was in university, I ran summer camps and I love those big activities. I love when you take a small game and you say, hey, let's just, let's just see if we went one step further. And I think that really works well for science. And like, I was never a science guy. Uh, I'm no scientist. I work with a lot of very smart people at the Nuclear Innovation Institute, but I am not one of them. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not big, like I don't really get the science at that level, but I love kind of taking things apart and seeing how they work and, uh, and taking things to the next level. So what our, we did in our summer camp all the time we're like, hey, we're going to learn about air pressure. Uh, and then we're like, okay, kids, we're going to do uh, like a little version of this experiment. Uh, but then we're going to do a big version of this experiment. And we made like potato cannons and we, <laughs> we made a Rube Goldberg machine uh, that was like literally took up the entire backyard of, uh, of one of our camp counselors. It had like 40 different steps uh, and we thought it was awesome. And then a kid totally one-upped us. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I love taking things to the next level like that okay. and just allowing creativity to grow. Um, so that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from. And it's, it's really been uh, an incredible opportunity to see, you know, that it's not just me, like everyone likes this. Everyone can get excited about things. And like just being on like the cusp of what you know, that's such a driver to learn more and take that next step. So what we really wanna be doing is just, you know, making that introduction uh, to kids and say, hey, like science is really interesting. And then honestly, if we introduce it the right way, I think they'll take it from there. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I, it'd be exciting to know how many re repeat customers or so to speak, or how many sort of, you know, you check in in 10 years, what, what the heck are they doing now? You know? So yeah. uh, that yeah, does have incredible appeal uh, for me, you know, like that, that would, uh, we, we wouldn't want you to wait 10 years before coming back on the show, but. <laughs> <laughs> so if there are parents or teachers out there listening, uh, how can they get in touch? How can they get involved? Uh, so you can always check out our website. Uh, it's uh, at or it's uh, nii.ca slash explore uh, nii for Nuclear Innovation Institute. Uh, we do have a couple programs coming up that I'm super super excited about. Uh, so the first one is our March break camp. So it's going to be a virtual camp. Uh, once again, it's going to be a little bit like our summer one, just uh, a little bit bigger. We're gonna just gonna push the envelope just a little bit more. Uh, so our March break camp, and that's going to be for elementary school age kids. Uh, but then what I'm really excited, well, what I'm also very excited about is we're going to do a March break camp for uh, senior level high school students. Uh, so one of, the, uh, one of the people who works at NII is Dr. Eric Johnson. Uh, and he, uh, he would say he, he does a little work for NASA. So like he is literally a rocket scientist. 
Uh, and he is going to be running this March break program, uh, kind of teaching kids what goes into uh, creating a space mission. And then we're going to create a problem uh, and the winning team, we're going to have kids sign up in teams of five. The winning team is going to receive a bursary uh, to go to university uh, and to pursue kind of their, their science goals. Um, so I'm really excited about that. We're going to get some help from uh, some of our partners in the nuclear industry as well. Uh, there's going to be more details kind of leaking out about that pretty soon. But uh, are we breaking that news? That's pretty you cool. are, This is breaking news. This has not been announced yet. Um, <laughs> Well, so, can you hit play or publish right away, Heather, when this call's over? We want to be the first. That's right. If you missed the shore report, you don't even know what you missed. So, <laughs> okay. uh, no, so that's really exciting stuff. Um, kind of putting those things together. And once again, that's something that, you know, kids haven't really been able to have access to in this area before. Um, so we're really excited to kind of bring it into this area. Uh, and once again, it's all virtual, so it's all very COVID friendly. That's great. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show and for telling us all the great things that you're up to. It's super exciting. And I'm sure you're going to have a flood of emails after this report airs because I know myself, I'm super interested in all the programs that you're offering, especially for my little ones as well. Ah, thank you so much. Uh, once again, if people want to contact us, you can go to our website, uh, that's nii.ca slash explore, or you can follow us on Instagram uh, at NII explore, uh, as well as find us on Facebook. So we're, we're all over the interwebs uh, and uh, we, love, we love hearing from people. And what I've found in this job is that I've had a lot of people come up to me and kind of offer ideas and offer suggestions and say, oh, like I'd love to have something like this in our schools. So there's a lot of people who are passionate about this. Um, there's a lot of people who really want kind of next level science instruction uh, and not just science, like all of the STEM things. But uh, so it's, yeah, it's an exciting time to be an educator in this region. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, and uh, you know, I don't, there's no other way to cap it off. I just, other than thank you again, you know, it's been a quite a exciting few minutes of conversation. I don't even have a timer to know how long it's gone. <laughs> it feels like only a few. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Philip.